This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 13th of March. In your squiz today, subbing in for a big announcement, floods in far north Queensland, a countdown to the New South Wales election and getting Oscars ready. This is your squiz today. It feels like we spoke about this a lot last week, Claire, but it is finally upon us. PM Anthony Albanese is in San Diego and he's there to meet with US President Joe Biden and UK PM Rishi Sunak. As we've previously talked about, it's all to do with the AUKUS security deal and the leaders are set to formalise the agreement and announce the details of Australia's nuclear-powered submarine fleet. Yeah, so they haven't officially confirmed what submarines Australia is going to receive, but the reports say that we'll buy four or five Virginia-class subs from the US there to bridge a capability gap that we currently have in our defence fleet. Uh, We're also said to be doing a deal with the United Kingdom for a new generation submarine that will be built in Australia. Uh, And yesterday, reports said that the fleet uh, will likely be based in Port Kembla, which is near Wollongong. Uh, We'll have to wait for all of that to be confirmed. And as for why we're going down this underwater road in the first place, it's because nuclear-powered submarines are a massive advantage to have in the fleet. They can stay quieter for longer, which is an advantage. Our current fleet is diesel-powered and the subs are headed towards the end of their lifespans anyway. Long-time squizzers might remember that a replacement fleet was already sorted under a deal with the French, but that was famously scuttled. Yes, very famously scuttled. (laughs) Uh, That was back in 2021 by Prime Minister Scott Morrison. He did that when it became possible for Australia to get its own nuclear-powered fleet with the help of the United States and the United Kingdom. Uh, And while the leaders won't directly say it, AUKUS is aimed at countering a more ambitious and aggressive China in the Indo-Pacific region. Uh, And that's why the United States and the UK are on board with Australia to have these subs. That's because we're geographically closer to China and we're in the region. Uh, There's really no points for guessing that China isn't a big fan of these developments. Uh, On Friday, a foreign affairs spokesman said that AUKUS nations should abandon the Cold War mentality and the zero-sum games. Uh, They said that we should honour international opportunities obligations in good faith uh, and do more things that are conducive to regional peace and stability. And this is all happening around the same time that Chinese President Xi Jinping has been locked in for an unprecedented third term by the National People's Congress, along with Li Kuang as Premier and Xi's second in command. Claire, I have a feeling this isn't the last we'll talk of subs, AUKUS and China this week. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Residents of communities in far north Queensland have been flooded again. Towns like Normanton, Doomagee, Gregory and Mount Isa are swamped, Clare. And Burke Town, which has a population of about 150 people, has been hit particularly hard. 
Yeah, so the flooding in Burketown has broken a record. Uh, the Albert River peaked at more than seven metres there on Friday, uh, and that's higher than the 2011 record flood of six metres 78. Uh, most locals were evacuated, but there are some who have stayed in town, and they reckon at least 40 homes are flooded there. Uh, there's so many communities there that are underwater. Uh, what authorities say is that the floodwaters seem to have steadied over the weekend and that they'll start to recede, uh, but it's expected to be weeks before they actually go down completely. Yeah, that will see a lot of people cut off from help for several weeks, and that adds to several months of isolation for communities in that region. It's gone through one of its worst wet seasons in years. Authorities say the damage bill, which includes mass livestock losses, is expected to be large. Claire, this won't be news to New South Wales-based squizzers, but the state is in the final stretch of a state election campaign. And yesterday, Premier Dominic Perrottet unveiled a new policy aimed at the state's youngest residents and their bank accounts. Yeah, so he's promised to create a future fund uh, that would see the payment of $400 a year into new accounts for each child aged 10 years and under in 2023. Uh, Parents could contribute extra to that account, meaning that the balance could reach about $49,000 per child on maturity. What Perrottet says is that the $850 million policy would boost children's savings and they could spend that on future education costs and home deposits. Those are the only two things that they would be allowed to make a withdrawal for uh, from the age of 18 years and onwards. As for its part yesterday, Labor had rising power costs front of mind, Claire. It shared its plan to ease the burden on households and small businesses with its $485 million energy relief fund. That would give those eligible rebates on their energy bills. As they head into the final straight, the coalition is behind in the polls. It's currently operating without a parliamentary majority, so it will need to win seats if it wants to secure a new term on the 25th of March. If you've seen something in the news over the weekend about a former English soccer captain named Gary Lineker and wondered what it's about, we are here for you. He's a big part of the BBC's football coverage and there's been trouble after he was taken off air for tweeting against the government's policy to stop asylum seekers from crossing the English Channel. Yeah, so this was bubbling away in the UK for much of last week, but things really erupted on Friday when the BBC said that Lineker would step back uh, from the match of the day broadcast until there's, uh, and this is the quote, an agreed and clear position on his use of social media. Uh, The broadcaster is publicly funded and it's got a charter that it needs to be politically neutral. Uh, But in a show of solidarity, the other hosts of the program all stepped down from their duties. Uh, And then there was the collapse of so many other BBC sports programs. It was a bit of chaos over the weekend and that saw a lot of Brits unable to watch any sport on the weekend. Yeah, if there's one sport that those in the UK are passionate about at this time of year, it is soccer. Mm. Critics claim the BBC was pressured by the government and that Lineker's entitled to his opinion because he's not a news presenter. How this will all be resolved is yet to be determined. A quick message now from our podcast partner, 
BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Hollywood's Night of Nights is here, Claire. The Academy Awards will begin in a few hours and the organisers will probably have everything crossed that it goes off a little more smoothly than last year's event. Yeah, toes, fingers, legs, (laughs) arms, all crossed, I think. Uh, And they've put some strategies in place that they hope will be able to settle things down. Of course, this is after Will Smith's slap of one of the hosts, Chris Rock, that happened on stage last year. Um, This year, Jimmy Kimmel will host. He's been the host a couple of other times. Uh, He says it's going to be impossible not to address the slap, but he doesn't plan on really, really dwelling on it. They'll no doubt address it and move on. (laughs) Um, Pending no more drama, they'll want to get on to the big events of the evening. Um, There's lots of blockbusters this year that are up for awards. That includes uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, Elvis and Avatar The Way of Water. Uh, Everything, everywhere, all at once is going in as the favourite. Yeah, each of those made more than 100 million US dollars at the box office, so they were extremely popular with audiences. The best songs will also be crowned and one to watch is Natu Natu, which is the first Indian film song to be nominated. You can watch the ceremony from 11am Eastern Standard Time on Channel 7. Squeeze the day, Claire. What have you seen that we should know about today? Look, congrats to anyone in South Australia, Victoria, the ACT and Tassie. You've got a public holiday today. Um, so you, if you're in another state like I am, well done to you. We're not jealous about that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, Claire. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it, really. Have a great Monday and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.